I can't fart without tripping over that thing, and I fart a lot. All right, then please tell me, what is your genius plan for getting the book back? Oh, I'll tell you. First things first. All right, get the gum out of your ears and listen up, you inbred degenerate screwheads. <laughs> awesome. Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Richard. This is the Evil Dead Cast episode 18. Chris hates the show now. He won't have anything to do with it. He does not. <laughs> He's on vacation. Yeah. So I hope your vacation is good, Chris. Yeah. What's up, buddy boy? He went to Hawaii, actually. Oh, yeah, it's pretty hard to go wrong in Hawaii. I know. I'm jealous. Um, we have our friend Tim over there in the corner being quiet because he hasn't seen. <laughs> He's, he just put a hand up. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool because Tim is the guy whose house we saw the original Evil Dead and yeah. Evil Dead 2 at. Along with movies like Reanimator and uh, oh, yeah. what else? Yeah, remember Twisted. his mom would let us watch those movies. But, but not Eddie Murphy Delirious. No, yeah. Or anything that had <laughs> sex in it. Oh, my God. I remember we were watching Delirious and he started talking about like G.I. Joe going up the guy's ass or whatever and <laughs> Tim's dad came out and made us turn it off. <laughs> yeah. That's enough of that filth. Watch Evil Dead. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking if it wasn't for us watching those movies over there, maybe I wouldn't be into any of this stuff at all. That's true. So thanks yeah. for uh, giving us the idea for the podcast, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks, <laughs> secondary mom and dad. <laughs> Uh, so last week, uh, one thing before we get started, last week we said we thought it would be funny if Ash picked up that cello or that bass uh, violin and started yeah, playing it. Yeah. And then I remembered that in Evil Dead 2, or what was Evil Dead? I think it was Evil Dead, the first one. No, it was Evil Dead 2. He was really brilliant at playing the piano. Oh, yeah, that's Remember? right. Yeah. Here, I have it on tape. Uh, Linda's dancing around. Yeah, his girlfriend. Oh, oh. that's Ash. <laughs> Woo and Linda. So I, I wonder if they, they seem to be really, uh, you know, they'll take a small moment like that and carry it forward somehow. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they care about what's happened in the movies and everything. Well, let's get into it. Attention shoppers, Deadcast Top 3 in 5, 4, 3, 2. I swallow your soul! I swallow your soul! <laughs> so it's our Deadcast Top 3. This time it's our Top 3 highlights for Season 2, Episode 3, Last Call. So what'd you think? Well, I liked it, of course. Uh, it's going to be hard-pressed for me to not like one of these episodes. But I have to say, it seemed pretty melancholy compared to last week's. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I think they set the bar pretty high last week. And now I'm just like, oh, that was really cool. Except there was no, oh, my God moment. You know, there's no, oh, my God I moment. That's you, what it is. But you, you seem down. You seem not to like that. Yeah. Well, what it so. was for me is it was just. It's a gross factor. Yeah. You know, I've actually, I actually did go back and I was like, you know, why didn't I like that episode? And I mm-hmm. actually watched it a second time. Mm-hmm. And even the second time around, I was like, oh, is, everything is great about this episode. Just not the head in the butthole part. <laughs> it just grossed me out. I'm not saying yeah, it was yeah. a bad episode. So, I'm not saying anything. It was just gross. But now you're saying that 
that hit some kind of a uh i don't know intensity level that now you're yeah and it's just the grossness level like i'm cool with the gore you know and i love the humor i watch it mainly for the humor and i can tolerate the gore yeah but uh yeah so uh, then you like this week's even better you're saying well yeah i'm saying it was it was no i don't know if i liked it better i'm just saying there was no oh my god moment (laughs) well one thing i really like about ash versus evil dead is how they can get really imaginative and do different things. It's not like cheers where it's in a bar every week or something like they had that whole, uh, military prepper camp yeah. and they had a bookstore yeah. and they had Ash's head going up an asshole. <laughs> and now we have, uh, it's like a, there's two plot lines going on at once. There's the typical possessed car horror movie thing, mm-hmm which I thought was awesome. And yeah. then juxtaposed really well with kind of like a college party comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally uh, digging on that. We were like, this is classic horror stuff. This is the yeah. teenagers in the back of the car. You know, all, the only thing that, that didn't happen that I was kind of hoping was somebody got naked, but nobody got naked. <laughs> well, there was actual fucking in the, in a window. Uh, oh, that? that's right. Yeah. I did catch that. <laughs> it was, kind of quick but. yeah you have to rewind it and i was like what are <laughs> yeah, they doing oh that's what oh, they're interesting. doing interesting nice so i love this episode i thought it, it, i watched it twice and i just thought it was masterfully done it was funny it was horrific mm-hmm. every it was imagine imaginative yeah i really liked it one of my favorites oh cool all right let's get into it you go first all right number three uh, number three i'm gonna say the car. The car was totally cool. The whole possession yes. of the car thing and, and all the modifications they to it, did to it. I really appreciated the special effects and yeah. all the work and time that they did that. That They, they really it. gave the car a personality. Yeah. Quickly. The red tinge inside uh-huh. and headlights. The uh, My favorite, the flames bursting yeah. out from... But just the way it moved, it was almost like... Uh, I don't know. The way it kind of bared down. Yeah, yeah. And it would come around corners faster than is humanly possible. Right, it was yeah. truly like a supernatural devil car. And it had the steam coming out of the front. Like, like a bull. bull. <laughs> that was cool. And then there was a, you know. Then they then, rode a bull later. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Huh? <laughs> bull centric. But they were, uh, you know, the part where the car jumps on the kid. Yes, and I was and then like, what? Pauses above That's him. a little cheesy. But then it <laughs> does that little suspense thing where it pauses and then yeah. spins the tire and then it rips his face off. And I was like, okay, that makes up for it. That was cool. That was a classic, <laughs> classic scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And uh, what else about the car? Oh, when it spun around and flung its head, its uh, hubcap off like Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then it came right back on the car. Boom, it was almost ching. like the car has a. Uh, an attitude like ashes i'm i'm a badass yeah yeah that car was cool <laughs> well what i love too is that they started off with his nostalgic kind of like love montage mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> where he's he's uh it shows him in evil dead driving or he was riding in the back for some right reason. yeah and then it showed him polishing it mm-hmm. and a bunch of old smobiles floating around his head with hearts. <laughs> and then it showed the car dropping yeah, from either the from end the of movie. Evil Dead or, or Army of Darkness. Which yeah, makes that, me, was, that was Army of Darkness. Yeah, so it's like, well, they showed that at the end of Evil Dead too. too. Remember? Oh, it was like, yeah, that's oh, what right. the they hell? But anyways, it was like, I, I thought, okay, so they're officially acknowledging that. So how did the car come back? Mm. <laughs> I, I wonder if they'll know. ever but I thought it was really cool that they put it in there <laughs> and then they, the whole time the song was um, You Make Me Feel Brand New by the Stylistics 
Only you cared when I needed a friend, believed in me through thick and thin. This song is for you, filled with gratitude and love. You make me feel brand new. That's yeah. what he's thinking about his beloved car. And Pablo, and Pablo's like, it's his everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> part of that part of the song, right? Isn't it? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, the car has to be in there for definitely for me. That yeah. was that was a highlight. Oldsmobile Delta eighty eight. I wonder how. Uh, I wonder what Sam Raimi thought about all those modifications to his car. I know. And we talked, you and I, in episode one of this podcast about all the different places that actual car has been in right. different movies. Yeah. All of Sam Raimi's movies, Spider-Man, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other ones, plus yeah. even shown up in some Coen Brothers movies. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool to take this element that has been a part of the history and just give it this whole new... He's got to have more than one. Yeah, at this point. One? I mean, I th- I think what we'd like to believe is he doesn't and it's just the same car all the yeah. time, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Americans and our love affairs with cars. <laughs> uh, but I love that. Yeah. And even Ash was saying, yeah, we got to find the car. Oh, did I say car? I meant car. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant car. Where's my car? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So what is it? It's a, it's an Oldsmobile, right? It's an Oldsmobile Olds. Delta 88, but it's called a Delta 88, but it's a 1973 model. Mm. I liked uh, when they were showing the scenes on the inside. I was like, that car looks comfy. It's got a lot of leg room in the back seat. <laughs> no, um, no disc drive, though, or CD uh, drive. Yeah, no CD drive. <laughs> True that. Yeah. All right. Tim, Tim brought up a good point, too. It's like, only 12 more payments, and he'll have it paid off, baby. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like 30 years old. So that's your number three? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I mean, that was pretty much mine too. I, I also appreciated the classic horror elements of that scene. The girl reads from the book for one thing. Uh, when she was reading from the book, I was thinking maybe they should pull those pages out that have the translations stapled in there mm-hmm. <laughs> so people don't just start reading it. Right. There, is there any reason to have those in there? Why not burn those? But, but of course, then that would mean we wouldn't have this awesome story. Well, isn't that what you do when you find a really creepy book? First thing you do is open it and start reading, right? <laughs> uh, I, at first, I didn't realize that was the same girl that turned up later. Oh, really? Yeah. But then when I figured that out, it was like, oh, okay, now I understand why she, I just thought some random dead eye showed up for Ash, but but it was her. She got possessed with the car, I guess. Yeah. The car and her got possessed. Um, And then what else happened? The, I think we talked about everything the car did pretty much when the door slammed on the other dude's fingers and chopped Uh, them off. That was pretty cool. Classic. And then the guy, it rams him and he flies up and lands on the windshield and he's like, I love you. I don't like fingers getting chopped off. It reminds me of Phantasm when I was a kid. <laughs> We're covering that me, this yeah. week in um, on Walking Dead cast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because it just came out remastered. J.J. Abrams cool. loves that movie. That's why Captain Phasma is called Phasma. Oh, so man. he had a remastered. I want to watch it. I don't know if I can. Well, even worse than the fingers is the guy getting his dick bit off. <laughs> I don't ever <laughs> yeah, like to see right, that. Yeah. But it's got to be one of the best transitions into the title scene. Right, where right, she spits right. <laughs> his penis blood onto the screen and then it's ash versus evil dead so that was my number three too that guy got the short end of the stick (laughs) yeah when he got the tire to the face there was a small part of me that's like put the guy out of his misery yeah Yeah, i know (laughs) poor guy that uh and you know what's weird is watching that happen actually didn't really bother me too much 
Which is stupid, right? I don't like heads up butts, but, you know, getting your dick bit off. Hey, that's all right. Hey, who cares? That's gar. That's, this is gore. <laughs> Did you say gar? Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking car. Gore in a car. Is gar. Is gar, yeah, right? <laughs> New word. <laughs> I like it. What's your number two? Number two, chat. I like chat. <laughs> uh, right off the bat, you can see that, that Bruce Campbell and... Um, Ivan Ivan Ramey have really good chemistry. I mean, obviously they go back a long ways, but it shows up on screen, and that's going to be cool. I'm looking forward yeah. to their interaction and all the stupid stuff they do together. Oh, well, I wouldn't look forward to too many more episodes of it. But oh, I mean, not? well, look what already Lee oh, Majors is yeah, gone. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect him to go so early. No, I didn't either. But uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll do at least one or two more good Chet um, Ash. That episodes. was an oh my god moment, wasn't it? When, uh, yes. when his dad got axed. When that happened, I was like, what? Uh, God. Oh, well, it's that's really funny, actually. You yeah, know? I, I know. Like, it's like, so huh? Funny. And they set up some good stuff, too, right? what, what he was saying. Yeah. What did he say? He uh, said, uh, there's something I've kept from you, something so vital that the fabric of your life may begin. Yeah, the very fabric. That's uh, Actually, that's my number one. Brock, yeah, me too. Brock kicking the bucket, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess you can't. This is kind of like uh, that other show where they kill off main characters all the time. Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking yeah. Dead and uh, and uh, Game of Thrones. It, it's a lot like Walking Dead, and I actually maybe should have been clued in a little bit because what happens a lot on Walking Dead is when a character has a story arc and they're like, you know, um, yearning for something or they need to fix some flaw and then they get some resolution in the walking dead. Yeah. Then that's often they're going to die the next, uh. that episode or the next episode. So that's exactly what happened here. We, we learned that Brock, uh, was, you know, angry at Ash because he thinks Ash killed or caused the death of his daughter, Cheryl. Mm -hmm, yeah. But he, he also, he r repeated this a second time. He said it once before. He also seems mad that Ash left. He goes, then you left me here all alone. Right, so it's weird. Yeah. He's like, you slashed up and then you left me. It's weird. But, you know, we learned that he's had all these misgivings towards him. And then he sees that, oh, wait, there are actually deadites. Ash is a hero. Mm -hmm. He says he's proud that, you know, he's, he's become an honorable man or whatever. And then there was no more reason for him to exist after that because all his storyline was resolved. <laughs> That's true. I was still surprised. And Me too. At the same time, totally I was like, shocked. oh, look, they're wrapping it all up. They're going to be best buds. It's all tied up in a neat little bow. And then boom. It's like, oh, whoops. I had the same thing last week, though, but that's because I'm an idiot. And I thought Pablo was, <laughs> was killed off. So I was like, yeah. oh, my God. And I rewound it before realizing what had happened. This one, though, is for real, it looks like. Yeah. I, I don't I know how he can come gone, back from that. Yeah. Do you think um, that thing that he was saying was put in there just as a joke? Or do you think there actually is some secret? <laughs> it's hard to say, yeah. you know, with his personality. and No, I, I'm not saying was he joking, but I'm saying the writers. Like, do they have something in mind that we might learn later? That's what I'm, or, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking is I don't know. It could go either way. They could have thrown it in there for a future plot point. Right. Or they could have just been fucking around. I think, yeah, it could be 50-50. <laughs> that's right. I, yeah, I, I want it know. to be something. But I guess if they were fucking around, that's still pretty funny. I mean, at this point, too, what could you tell Ash? Yeah. That's going to change the very fact of his life. That's what I was like, ooh, yeah. what is it? What is it? No, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe could, maybe it's something about his mom. Your mother was a deadite. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, because they put a little seed of something like that mom, in there. Maybe his sister. Right. Uh, last week in the news, we learned that there's going to be guest stars from the old times. Right. Yeah. Cheryl's coming back. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I think you could be right. I, I, yeah, this show doesn't tend to drop stuff like that. Actually, I yeah, think it doesn't. I, I would guess that it's going to lead to something. Yeah, yeah. It has a lot of good cliffhangers, but it never goes in the direction you suspect. Well, about Chet. So he he. An interesting thing about him is when he had his whole breakdown about being involved in Desert Storm. Right. Yeah. And he obviously is having PTSD, and he's an alcoholic, and he just drinks to forget, which sort of set off the whole a theme of this episode. Kelly and and Pablo and Ash, all three of them, had moments where they were hiding from whatever their problems right, were yeah. and then deciding to step up and take the bull by the horn, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Pablo or Kelly was trying to talk some sense into Pablo and then Pablo took that to heart and told Ash, go save your dad. Yeah. I so, think they're setting up for, for the next two or three episodes. It's yeah. like a transition episode. You know, you got, and I got Kelly. He's going to go off with Ruby, which I didn't believe. I mean, she's only been saying she doesn't trust her. And then now she's, yeah, suddenly going off. I, with I wrote that down here. Actually, yeah. like I think Ruby's up to something because she. And, why would she say that? And I just didn't believe that Kelly would. I mean, go for it, mm. right? She doesn't like her. That's right. Yeah, she's been saying the whole yeah. time. I don't trust her, but whatever. And then yeah, and then you had, uh, you know, uh, Pablo resolving his thing, and then you got uh, Bruce, uh, Bruce uh, Ash, and his dad resolving their mm. stuff. So, yeah, I think it's a transitionary thing. They're setting up some cool stories. I liked how Ash Ash's dad always seems to get the best of him. <laughs> he he got the he won the bullfight or yeah. the bull riding bull, which I guess he's been going to that bar for forty years, 40 so years he knows that bull. It was he, funny when they saw each other. What the rice and beans are you doing here? <laughs> what the rice and beans? What the rice and beans are you doing here? <laughs> and then he took the girl, and yeah, and like, then he was saying my favorite was when they were like. Oh, yeah, he's always been a loser, even when we used to play catch. There's no winner in catch, Dad. You just throw yeah. the ball and bond. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah, that part where he grabbed the girl and she was on his lap during the bull ride, I could I could see as an actor why he enjoyed that part. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It was, it was good writing in this episode. Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud a lot. Good construction, too. I liked the way there were these two separate stories, and they were very different in tone and intensity. Uh, Ash's story was kind of funny, and the other one was just horrific. And then they literally came crashing together, the two storylines, yeah, at the end of the episode. Right. Right? Mm. Like, geez, what the hell is going to happen next mm-hmm. now? Yeah, that, and about the car. Like, from now on, does that sort of change how we feel about the car? Are we Are we going to feel like maybe the car is going to turn on him or he's going to have to deal with it right yeah he's going to have to deal with the his possessed car it's going to break his heart uh, well <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know how that's going to go it's still possessed right now but you can't can you get unpossessed ash did that's right he did huh? yeah which uh, that's another point of mine I, I i'm thinking it's a good thing ash never met anyone like ash when he was possessed or he would be dismembered yeah, right and then uh, Ruby even said in this episode, there's something inside of him, though it may not be apparent, and it makes him special. So maybe that's why he got unpossessed. Yeah. Maybe he can't be possessed. Or he can't r- stay possessed. <laughs> because he, he turned into a deadite, I would say. I wonder if it's his brain. His hand was possessed. Yeah. It's <laughs> like his brain is not complex enough to. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on in here? I'm out. We're not possessing this guy. 
That was funny too when Dad was talking about uh, Cheryl and how they were resolving their issues, and you know, you left me, and then at the end he pops a Viagra. Yeah, right, let's go, <laughs> let's go, baby. <laughs> I love that. Well, uh, that was my number two was just bye, Dad. Yeah. So see you later, Dad. What's gonna happen next? Did you catch? Uh, uh, tell us what the ingredients were. For, oh yeah. For well, that leads to my number one. You, you kind of covered all your points. Right? Yeah. Okay. So my number one is I've been touching on this here and there, but this episode had more adult quote unquote adult stuff. Mm. I'm not saying mature, but things like R rated material, like the drink called the pink fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or drug taking or actual fucking or dad popping the Viagra or a girl biting a guy's dick off. Oh, yeah. So all this stuff, I, I think it's awesome. Like I think that things are watered down and there's taboos that people are, are afraid to talk about or places they're afraid to go, which I think is good. Like we can't, we need civility and decorum in this society. We can't all just be nasty all the time, but it's nice to have, this platform where it's okay to just go balls to the yeah, wall, you yeah. know, because that's rare these days. There, right. there used to be more of this kind of thing. And, um, I think it's cool that it exists and that uh, Sam yeah. Raimi or whoever's in charge of the show is just like, dude, whatever, dude, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much input the entire cast puts into wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. It would, well, let's do it. What the hell? Yeah. Like people who are like, if you and I were working for the show and they started doing this kind of stuff, it would get our, it would get us going like, oh yeah, what else can we do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, when we filmed that, <laughs> you remember that? when we filmed the chase with Eric? Yeah. We, so we Richard and I on the filmed a, a video years ago where we were chasing each other around and Rich was like pulling 180s in the middle of the street to <laughs> his truck. It's pretty fun. But we we just made stuff up. We were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you did this? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool what if you did that? What would we like to see? Yeah. Yeah. It's a charge to do that. Uh, so the pink fuck is, I, I looked at the uh, ingredients, right. freeze framed. It's five ounces of vodka, strawberry liqueur, pour for two seconds, splash of grenadine, half a cup lemonade, orange zest, <laughs> nutmeg, and ketamine. And ketamine. <laughs> Which... Pretty much ketamine is the only one that really matters there. Right, like, It yeah. doesn't really matter what else. I guess it's a nice tasting thing. <laughs> you just but put it in water. I, uh, ketamine is, uh, is typically used as an anesthetic. Right. It's what's called a dissociative. So it's not really made for uh, socializing. If you take it, you're going to go into what they call a ketamine hole or K hole, as they said, when <laughs> Kelly fell to the ground. And it's like you're in this, your own little world and it, it's like a, you're in the womb or something. You know, that's why she said it feels so nice. Yeah. And you don't even, your body does. I mean, this is so I've heard, but uh, your body doesn't even feel like it's part of, part of you. Really? So it was, it was interesting to me that they brought that in. It was like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're going there. I know. And uh, then did you st watch to the very end and see Ash give his little, um, community message? Yeah. yeah uh -huh. That was great. I, I thought that was good too, because I like that they have drug taking in there, but even though it was sort of tongue in chink, I really do think they're trying to mitigate the possibility of lo it looking like they're trying to 
glorify taking this illegal right, drug. Totally. So they're like throwing a little message in there. You need to be careful, be responsible. Yeah. And I think that's great. I thought of the same thing. It's like you're in the editing room afterwards mm-hmm. putting it all together. And it's like, oh shit, you know what? We should probably say something. Yeah. People are going to go out and try and make peak fuck. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they will. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, I wonder right. where I can get some ketamine. I know. I got a buddy I got to call. But anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> I looked so. it up too. You know, it also has a side effect of memory loss. And the people who can get it use it for date raping. Yeah, so that, that there's that too. too. I mean, just like anything, you know, alcohol. Alcohol is probably it, it, by far has caused more deaths than any drug, yeah. right? Uh, and also, there's plenty of people who drink responsibly and do fine. And and in my view, you can say that about a lot of other kinds of drugs right. too. Not to say that I'm condoning or encouraging it, but uh, just saying. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> well, keep that, uh, you got to keep that on file, that recipe, just in case there is a zombie apocalypse. You know? <laughs> right. I don't know. That's the last thing you'd want to you'd Well, if you're do. surrounded by zombies, what are you going to do? Oh, I guess, yeah. If it's sort of like you don't have a cyanide pill and you just have a <laughs> glass of pink fuck, then you might as well drink it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. What about lines? Lines. Yeah, there are some good ones in this one. Uh I can't fart without tripping over that damn thing. And I fart a lot. <laughs> Always a crowd pleaser fart jokes. <laughs> He's all, then she goes, what's your plan for getting that thing back? Oh, I'll tell you. First things first. <laughs> <laughs> Big smile on his face. And then he has yeah. that toolbox that says tools, not drugs. Yeah. Scratched I just caught in that. it. I caught that the second time <laughs> I watched it. it. Yeah. That was hilarious. Ash says, look, you want to be part of this team? I got your first assignment. Ruby says, kill your dad. Ash says, yep. No. Yeah. Just distract him. <laughs> oh, you know what made me laugh out loud was uh, when the car was chasing down the second kid. I guess it was the girl in the car, her boyfriend. And, uh, he, you know, the car tosses him up on the windshield and it's all bloody. <laughs> and she's like, I love you. It made me laugh out loud when he goes, I love you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like of everything that's happening at I that know. moment. He's like, I love you too. I'd be like, get the fuck out of the car, you know, yeah. or what the hell? How is this even possible? melodramatic yeah it was like classic teenage stuff one of my favorites was when uh pablo was giving ash that pep talk to go save his dad okay i think it's time you introduced your dad to the eagle and he goes (laughs) the car car. yeah he was like agreeing and then ash is pushing people out of the way yo con permiso which i don't know why he said that but (laughs) i think he's saying speaking spanish uh chet he was talking about his, his issues with Desert Storm. He had some problems. Friendly fire incident. That sounds pretty bad. <laughs> Saudi gold. Not sure what that was about. And Anwar, the village boy. I wanted him to expand on all that stuff. But yeah. Didn't. I didn't get that. And I think those are references that a lot of people might know, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Should have looked it up. Um, I like that after everything Ash has been through, he still overlooks a hot chick pulling a big chunk out of her hair while she's flirting with him. <laughs> yeah. He's got to know that means something. Yeah. He but he's too like, mesmerized. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His dick does a lot of thinking. I know. I know. Even now. It's hilarious. And then I was kind of disappointed that the amber head didn't start talking. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I, was I know. I was expecting that. it to, yeah. yeah. Try and maybe turn Brock against his own son. And then Ash and Chet's handshake kind of reminded me of our old handshake. Oh yeah, remember? That's right. Can you yeah. do it? Let's see. Like this. this. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Do it again. No, wait. Like this. Like this. Oh, was it that? Yeah. And then you go like this. There's uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little slap in the face at the yeah. end. 
<laughs> Nerds. Yep. All right. I think we covered it pretty good. Yeah. Take a little break. There's more to come. Stay with us. Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock on my doors. It's the only way to live in cars. From sciencefiction.com. They had a great interview with Bruce Campbell uh, by Jordan Desjardins. Here's some um, highlights uh, I highly recommend for, of you, for those of you that are Bruce Campbell fans to go on and read it from sciencefiction.com. On whether he prefers the comedy of the horror aspects of the show, Bruce says, I like the comedy. I'll tolerate the horror, but I'm there for the comedy. Horror is great. It's one of the classic genres that will never go away. It's as valid as any other genre. But I wasn't raised on it. I went to westerns. My mom loved westerns, so I saw old man John Wayne movie. There was uh, starting about the mid '60s. That's my genre. It's westerns. And Interesting. They also asked him um, what makes Ash versus Evil Dead such a cult phenomenon. It's unconventional, he said. What show is like it on the air? Seriously, you've got Stand Against Evil coming, and never never underestimate John C. McGinney because he's a formidable actor, and I wish him well. I hope there's room for both of us. But there isn't anything like us on TV. It's not a procedure. Uh, procedural it's, yeah it's not procedural it's it's not a cop show doctor show or lawyer show I would never want to do any one of those I never want to be stuck on any of those shows Burn Notice was a spy show but it wasn't any of those kind of shows so <laughs> he agrees with what we've been saying yeah, this whole time it's yeah it's really unique yeah. and I, I feel the same way too I'm like yeah I, I watch it for the comedy yeah tolerate the horror watch it for the comedy <laughs> well not me I I still would like it if they did an episode because towards the end of last season, they had a couple in there that were more, I thought more scary than funny. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And Mm -hmm. so I still kind of hope that they do that, but I'm much more settled into seeing it as, as a comedy. It's true. One reason why is because it's so funny. Like some comedies just suck. Right. But they they do a good job of making it funny. So I'm like, all right, man, how can I complain? I'm sitting here laughing my ass (laughs) off for half an hour. Right. (laughs) You're right too. It has gone and gone more towards the comedy side. Yeah, totally. I wonder if that's his influence. I Uh, bet. Yeah. If he says he likes, he's in it for the comedy. I'm sure that has a big influence. Well, yeah. I mean, the show would be, wouldn't even exist without him. Right. Another great interview from observer.com. The cult classic star looks back on 35 years as blood soaked chainsaw, chainsaw wielding Ash Williams. Uh, one question he was asked, I thought was interesting. Uh, what state do you think horror is in right now? And uh, Bruce Campbell responds, it's not bad because it's out of the shadows. Evil Dead 1 just got unbanned in Germany about a month ago. That's how many years from 83. We can actually thank The Walking Dead. I will always re- refer to them as our brothers in The Walking Dead. Greg Nicotero, who runs the show now over there, he goes back to Evil Dead too. Mm-hmm. And what they've been able to do over there is take horror and make it mainstream. If you have 14 million people watching, that's not a cult show anymore. That's like Roseanne. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I asked Greg Nicotero when I we did a panel with him right before Ash premiered, and he was really interested in it. And he, you know, he he was sorry that he can't do both shows, but yeah. Walking Dead's his baby now, or else he would have been over there working on that one. That's cool. I think it's cool. Always interesting too how everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. From Entertainment Weekly, EW.com, you can take a tour of the Airstream trailer. 
that Ash owns. Uh, it's online. It's an exclusive video promoted uh, by Stars. This just released Cribs style video, which offers a tour of the trailer. Uh, trailer sites shows uh, it's hosted by Ray Santiago's character Pablo, who helpfully guides us through the trailer's areas of interests, including what looks like a pile of bowels on the floor in the master bedroom. <laughs> so there you go. That's pretty cool. Where is it now? On uh, Entertainment Weekly, okay. EW.com. You can uh, you can take a tour. Check it out. A video tour of his crib. From Deadline.com, the Ash vs. Evil Dead has been renewed for a 10-episode third season. Woohoo! Yeah, that came out last week. I'm surprised. I, I thought it was done for, to, to be honest, just because of low ratings. Really? But I'm, I think it has less than a million but uh, I'm really happy about this. Yeah. this. This is great. I hope it goes the five that Bruce wants. I haven't even thought about it because I don't want to think about it. <laughs> so this is, this is good. News. This is awesome. Yeah. The announcement was made at the New York Comic Con last weekend. Uh, from Freep.com. That's F-R-E-E-P.com. Uh, Ivan Ramey spoke recently with the Free Press about his new role. A little excerpt. Can you tell us about your new character? Uh, Ivan said, the role is a guy named Chet Kaminsky. And Chet grew up mostly in a town called Elk Grove, Michigan, which is a fictional crappy town in Michigan, probably somewhere near the pinky. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? You know what I think mean? it's shaped like a hand, maybe. Oh, Michigan? Yeah. Um, if it were really a town, it would be probably 50 miles south of the Lilano Peninsula, where no one ever goes and no one really knows what's up there. If you're in Gaylord <laughs> and you were heading west and wanted to head to Lilano to drink all the wines but got lost, that's probably where you'd end up. Greg DeGregario, DeGreg, Greg, Craig DeGregario, DeGregario, <laughs> that's hard to say, I know, who's the head writer of the show, he came up with the idea of Chet, I suggested that maybe though he grew up for the most part in Elk Grove, his fictional town, perhaps he really was born in Detroit, so I gave him the last name of Kaminsky just to honor all those poles from Detroit that we all grew up with. Sadly, he's not a very bright guy either. <laughs> Maybe Chet will stay around because it's Ivan Ramey. It'd be yeah. cool if he didn't just get killed off quickly. And he's the head writer of the show, so he's the boss. Uh, also, it was interesting in that interview that uh, Ramey goes on to talk about how Bruce Campbell used to babysit him when they were kids. So they, <laughs> right. they go way back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the uh, merchandising front from King Boss Design... They have a new T-shirt out. This one-of-a-kind Ash versus Evil Dead-inspired T-shirt lets you show the appreciation for the show like never before. Only true fans will be able to identify with Ash and his famous boom stick. There's several T-shirts out. Uh, my favorite was Shoot First, Think Never. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's original mm -hmm. and unique design from King Boss Design. Also, they have on toynk.com. Uh, if you're thinking about dressing up for Halloween... Trick or Treat Studios has a new Elagos full head costume mask. Wow. It looks pretty nasty, too. That's officially cool. licensed from Stars Entertainment. They also have, for the first time ever, the official Evil Dead 2 Henrietta Halloween mask. Wow. And they look really She's good. She's the best that I. They're what around was the 60 URL bucks. on that again? T O Y N K dot com. Okay. Toy dot com. Yeah. And that does it for the news. Good. Thanks. All right, now it's time for listener feedback. This is mostly feedback about last week's episode, The Morgue. We asked you guys to write in because uh, Chris, it was kind of a continuum. I liked it, although I don't know if I ever want to see anything like that again. Still <laughs> liked it. Chris, Rich was a little more unsure. Chris pretty much didn't seem to dig it 
at least the the whole scene, disgusting scene. So here's where they go. Can I go first? Yeah. John Bucket says, yep, that was disgusting and fantastic. I loved it. That scene was so funny and disgusting. It taught me it's probably best not to be eating while watching the show. Totally. (laughs) Uh, The creative team have been able to go crazy and it gives the show exactly the kind of spirit and energy that made the original movie so beloved by fans. It's really funny and really scary. And the balance of these elements is perfect. I also love the half hour episode length. Each episode is taut and pacey. Delighted that there will be a third season. Yeah. Yep. We've talked about that pacing. That's good. Agree with you. Grippy Bob Doubleino. That scene was, um, wow. Just when you thought it was not going to go there, it goes there. Registers for mail, builds a mailbox, and then receives and corresponds via mail. (laughs) (laughs) It really just parked itself there, in other words. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Scott Pike says, this is the episode where they finally went too far asshole enough said (laughs) i did like the cheryl flashback scenes and the sad music was really great so that's two people that agree it maybe went too far that's true yeah you're right oh and matthew rep says yep that was pretty rank that's three yep Mm -hmm. okay let's see what elizabeth tolstoy says she says didn't expect the corpses accessorized junk to be so prevalent exclamation point Usually, I can't watch bodies being mauled. However, the way Ash goes about it and the consequences as a result is all tongue-in-cheek. So I didn't find it graphically disgusting or potty humor, but very clever. The simple idea of where the book was hidden made it the farce it was. The vagina talk also had a sense behind it. Life-affirming and strong from a woman's perspective. Just a few examples of how, in its own way, it broke down the mundane and stereotypical, giving it a comic depth and sophistication. Great episode. Nice review. Yeah. Well done. All right. From Valerie McElderry. M- McLean. Mick. Where? I forgot to boldface that last Oh, name, Valerie so. McElderry McLean. Sorry, yeah. Valerie. This episode was hilarious. I loved it. I was laughing so hard I literally started crying. My husband <laughs> kept looking over at me, shocked at my reaction. I believe he probably felt the same way you guys did about the episode. Not sure what that says about my sense of humor. Oh, yes, and this is the first episode my 17-year-old daughter decided to watch with us. Oops. She Also, she's headed to college next year and wants to become a medical examiner. Oh. At least you didn't say wanted to become a medical examiner. Right, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Paul Williams says, honestly, I enjoyed that scene, and I think the reason is that I didn't feel like Ash was being tormented enough by the Deadites in the first season, besides in the pilot. Even though it was undeniably immature, I think it fits in with the humor of the Deadites and how they attack because they often go in a direction that involves sex or bodily function to gross out the victim, even if this was a huge leap further than they've ever gone before. Yeah, man, that's true. Like, I've always said I like it when he's out of sorts, you know, and he he probably wasn't that more than we've ever (laughs) seen him at any other time. But uh, I also liked when his dad got hit by the car yeah and he was like no and he goes oh like he yeah. always used to do you know? yeah. oh. Like, oh poor guy <laughs> yeah poor guy Heart goes out to ash <laughs> uh laura south i laughed so hard i loved that scene too and seeing penises is only fair we see naked ladies all the time <laughs> yeah that's a good point p.s a bunch of us were saying fitty fuck fuck not pablo fuck <laughs> that's from uh walking dead cast because whenever anybody dies say fuckity fuck fuck not that person (laughs) fuck um that's funny i don't do you see that as an equivalence i mean seeing naked ladies versus seeing a penis i i I mean i know people say this all the time and and maybe it's um it's sexist but aren't penises sort of ugly 
compared to naked ladies. Yeah. I, I would say so. But have we been conditioned? <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, see, we should look at more penises and try to appreciate them. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Uh, the three ladies that wrote in here all enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I love it. Love it, you guys. That's cool. I'm reaffirmed in my audience. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's about half and half. It seems like in our responses it's about half and half. No, let's see. We got some emails left to read here, too. But Oh, yeah, emails. Oops. I lost my place One, here. two, three that thought it was ew. And one, two, three, four, five that liked it. Mm. Let's see what the emails say. Yeah. Uh, it might turn. So from Chris Pellegrin, my fiance surprised me with this badass birthday cake. Thought you guys might find it cool too. Yeah, it's a great looking cake. All yellow with the slash marks on the bottom and then a silhouette of Ash with his shotgun in one hand and his... Chainsaw, chainsaw held up high. raised above his head <laughs> in his right hand it's cool it's a Man, great job oh, i would be so i would love it if my wife baked me this cake yeah hold on <laughs> hold on to that girl chris <laughs> okay so he didn't she didn't say or he didn't say what he no. thought about it what is the next one all right from john azel i adored the morgue scene uh the morgue fight scene i imagine bruce and sam thinking of ways to reconnect with their 17 year old selves that film the evil dead concept and thinking what would blow our teenage minds and this would totally do it. I even groaned when the scene began, thinking just another bloody, gratuitous, dead-out fight. But it evolved into something far more amazing, something I didn't expect or even think possible. And that is what good TV is for me. Hmm. Sounds like you liked it. It is also what Evil Dead has always been, pushing boundaries in horror, comedy, tension building, and just the ultimate cringe factor. Let's not forget Cheryl was raped by a tree. This is Evil Dead at its best. This is what I signed up for. Totally in love. You <laughs> uh, really like yeah, that. Yeah. That's a strong tape, Good statement. Good point, too, about Cheryl. Right. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Brian Christmas says, Howdy. My opinion of the second episode of season two is, as a whole, I liked it quite a bit. <laughs> Lee Majors is a fantastic dear old dad. He simply nails the character and mannerisms as an older Ash. So happy to see him in this role. The Ash versus asshole scene in the mortuary was great. My only real issue with it was the zany Benny Hill-esque music. I think the scene would have played much better with a more serious fight soundtrack or song. A minor issue was that the scene was perhaps cut a tad long. Ash's bedroom set was great, as was the Pablo Ruby scenes, and the intro were top-notch. The Kelly and the mortuary with the sheriff scene was a bit odd, but not a deal-breaker. Mm-hmm. So that's 743 against. I like that, Brian. As a whole, I got it. <laughs> you know what? I enjoy the, the soundtrack in these shows, though. I love that yeah. juxtaposition of oh, yeah. goofy music when something's supposed to be serious and vice versa. And it's Joseph Doluca who did the score for the movies, too. He's yeah. doing the TV show. I like the music. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Chris Pellegrin. On your last show, it seemed episode 2.02 caused some controversy. Personally, I don't think the episode crossed any boundaries into being in poor taste. I found the episode just as grotesquely awesome as the rest of the series, but that is subjective. I do feel this is a show that can literally do anything as long as the actions are harmless. Were any of the violence and gore to have serious ramifications that caused actual distress to characters, it might be different. I feel this is most evident using the movies as an example. Evil Dead 2 is cartoonish, and I can watch it over and over for enjoyment, while 2013's Evil Dead is something I've only seen once because I found it so unpleasant. But that's just my long-winded opinion on the issue. I think it does cause distress, but the tone is comedic, so it just doesn't seem as serious. 
I mean, he's obviously yeah. distressed. He's going, no! Uh, I wasn't distressed. I was just Oh, you're not out. causing distress in the audience. That's oh, what he's, oh. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, maybe you're right about that. Yeah. But uh, he's saying, uh, you know, it can do anything as long as the actions are harmless. But they're not harmless. People are getting their heads chopped off. Yeah. That's pretty harmful. Yeah. And that but it's just treated as a comedy, so it just doesn't sting right. quite as much. I'm still at a loss on why it's okay to watch people die and, and, and get bloody and murdered and chopped up by ash, but head up the butts just draws the line. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. We have one call. This is Idris from Orlando. What's up, Dick Sticks? Um, I just <laughs> called in to um, comment on... Uh, uh, oh, by the way, this is Idris from Orlando. What's up, Jason? What's up? Um, yeah, I liked the episode two. I thought it was better than episode one. Um, and as far as the whole pussy dick ass vagina, you know, whatever, I, I just <laughs> said that twice. Jokes. I loved it. I thought it was funny. Um, the whole thing with Ash fighting the intestine monster demon, or whatever, and then getting shoved up that guy's ass had me cracking up because I didn't expect that to happen. I thought he was going to get away before that had happened. And um, when he got shoved up that cadaver's ass, it cracked me up. <laughs> and um, I thought it was funny to also when he was looking for the Necronomicon and he pulled that one girl's sheet off her and her boobs were exposed. And he goes, what a waste. And, that was, and, the, and the reason I cracked up at that is because that was the exact same thing I thought when I saw it <laughs> and stuff because I like redheads. And I thought that was pretty funny. And uh, another thing, when Effie had... Sh had diced up all those bodies and then he found that one that was real oddly shaped and he's like oh, ash look then cut you know i thought that was pretty mm -hmm. funny and also i thought it was funny when um ash's dad called lucy lawless's character ruby called ruby up bigfoot and and then later on when everybody went upstairs she looks upstairs to see if everybody goes up there and she goes and bigfoot has a name it's ruby i thought she was going to say something else to him but I just thought that was pretty funny. But I'm with Jason. I love this episode. Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny. I like adult humor like that because you don't get it on regular cable. So I enjoy uh, I enjoyed every every minute of it. But I, I will agree with the other guys. I mean, if this is a constant thing that happens throughout the whole season, it will get annoying because I don't like toilet humor all the time. But, you know, once in a while it's funny if it's done well. So I enjoyed it. I'm with Jason. It was hilarious. Um and, um, yeah, I find it funny how people don't like, people love, uh, people can watch people getting eviscerated with their children, like on The Walking Dead, but put a little sexual humor in it, people get a little turned off. It's kind of funny to me. But welcome to America, I guess. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> Have fun. Thanks, Talk man. To you later. Good to hear from you. It's It's been a while. And uh, I think this show really has found a fan base that appreciates that, all that kind of stuff, though, which is pretty cool, right? You don't hear a lot of people complaining about it. No. And if anything, the, the one underlying factor is everyone, even if you didn't like it, appreciates that they did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Ah, I don't know, maybe they crossed the line. But it was cool that they it did that. You pushed know? a boundary. <laughs> yeah. And I agree with him, too, uh, that, you know, if it becomes a constant thing, they might lose. I yeah. hope they know that. They know. I mean, they they have a good sense of... All right, let's play a little over in this area. All right, let's yeah. play it. Let's do a serious, more serious one. Let's do a possessed car. Let's do a total potty humor episode. You know, yeah. it's not the same thing over and over again. That's one of the advantages of having different directors, huh? 
Yeah, that. But I just think, yeah, the, the they're very aware that they need to change things up a lot and not right. repeat themselves, you know? Right, right. Because it could just be fighting deadites every episode, and that's like the main event, and right. that's it. That that wouldn't last very long. It would get old. They've done well so far. Keep it yeah. fresh. All right. That's it for listener feedback. Thanks for writing in, you guys. And now it's time for next week on Ash vs. Evil Dead. All right. Next week uh, on Evil Dead is titled DUI. <laughs> Ash is hunted as he searches for the Delta. Ruby and Kelly battle the evil spawn. And Pablo suffers from a new Necronomicon condition. Another one, huh? Hmm. Hunted. Well, well, who's he going to hunt? Who's he going to be hunted by? Maybe Ash he's going to be hunted by the car. Searches for the Delta, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's his dad. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. It could be anybody. We should see Deadite Dad. That would be cool. Right? Yeah, but I don't think we will. You don't? Well, it's just a... Yeah, know. Cheryl hunch cheryl that would be cool have they brought back someone that's died as a as a remember in the first season uh, the amanda the cop yeah she came as a, she was yeah. killed and then came as a dead and then um didn't when they went back to the cabin wasn't his girlfriend there still yeah 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 so, yeah, so that's a possibility yeah huh? well anyway regardless i'm looking forward to it i yeah. want to see what happens next <laughs> i hope they have more car stuff too yeah, I think they're. I think they're gonna. They got to have Ash confronting his car. Right. Oh, that's gonna be an awesome battle. <laughs> but well, no, but he loves his car. I know. That's oh, what I'm saying. Shit. It's bittersweet. Damn. <laughs> He'll have to exercise the the demon out of the car somehow. Only six more days. <laughs> Alright, that's our show, episode 18. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want to give us a call, you can call us at 650-485-DEAD. That's 650-485-3323. Also, another thing I don't mention very often, but if you are an iOS user, if you have an iPhone, you can go into your voice memos app, leave a recording, and then do share and just send it to our email. The two benefits of that are it sounds great, and also if you don't like how you sounded, you can just not send it and try again and send it off. So... Uh, we, we like getting messages that way too cool you can also email us at groovy at podcastica.com you can find us on the web at facebook.com slash evil deadcast or at evil deadcast on twitter and please check out uh, the other shows on the podcastica network at podcastica.com alright that's our show thanks for listening first things first